friends, it's your host Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. As you may have noticed, um, I only said Llewellyn because Leanne is not here today, but don't worry, coming at you live in Florida with me is our friend Nicole. Hello! I am so excited that Nicole is here. It has been a long six months without seeing her every day, because if you didn't know, we used to work together, so we saw each other every day. Um... But yeah, so Nicole, what's up? How's life? Life's good. Super happy to be here in Florida. Warm, a lot warmer than home. And to see you, yeah, seriously, first time in six months is crazy. So, been a long time waiting. Life's good. I <laughs> I feel like, maybe it's a millennial thing, but it's like, do we ever have like life updates, like actual ones? No. Like, I haven't moved, you know, I'm like, I'm still chilling. Um, I'm good. Summer was fun, and now it's, you know, cold and wintry, <laughs> and Christmas is coming, so, yeah, I'm good. Nice. Love it. Yeah, she got here um, last night, and we went to a spot in town that has a ton of Christmas lights, and I, I mean, you guys all know, I'm from, or Leanne and I are originally from Michigan, which is very cold and snowy this time of year. Cold, super cold. Super cold. <laughs> and now that I live in Florida, I was telling Nicole last night that I haven't felt like I've been getting in the Christmas spirit because there's it's not cold outside it's not snowy so it's just like not Christmas to me um so we went to an area of town that has a lot and I mean a lot of Christmas lights and trees and palm trees and fun stuff so it felt a lot more Christmassy last night doing that listening to Christmas music so that is how we started this trip and it's only gonna get better oh yeah super excited so enough about us you guys are really here for the show, so let's get to it. This week we watched episode, look, I already forgot, episode 20, season three, episode 20, titled The One with the Dollhouse. This was written by Will Cahoon and directed by Terry Hughes and originally aired on 4-10-1997. Monica inherits an exquisite dollhouse from her aunt, and Joey winds up in bed with his leading lady, Kate, while Rachel's boss dates Chandler. Wow, there's a lot happening in this episode. So this week we are going to talk about topics rather than going through scene by scene. Um, If you've been with us since season one, you'll be familiar with kind of how that layout is. We used to talk about all the high points of the episode, what happened. Um, It just, this one kind of flows in and out of each of them. So it just made more sense to do it that way. So we will start with Joey and Kate who is the actress, if you remember from the last episode. Um, She's the actress that kind of made fun of him at first, but there kind of seemed to be like some kind of romance towards the end. But we find out that she's actually with the director. So we open with Joey talking about Kate and how he's crazy about her. Um, But we get to the job, Joey's job, and we find the understudy. Um, is a girl that somehow likes Joey because she liked him on Days of Our Lives. So they talk, and I think, and I think this is what I'm gathering, he decides to go out with her in order to make the other girl jealous. I think so. Is that what you were kind of feeling That, too? and just because he's like, well, I can't have Kate, so I yeah. guess there's someone that wants me. At least maybe the understudy would be, like, the second best. Exactly. So they agree to go on a date, get coffee, drinks, whatever it is they were getting. Um, Yeah, so that happens. And then 
a while later, they're acting, and it feels like, I don't know if the director is just fed up with the actual acting, if he's fed up with the actors or what, but he's just not having their scene and whatever they're doing. He's thinking there's no connection. What did he say? He said, um, he takes a phone call and he's like, when I come back, I want it, I want you guys to do what the actor world calls committing committing to the moment. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck does that even mean? But I guess, yeah, being like all in in the scene or... Yeah, I don't know. Because the scene is very like, they love each other and they've got to show it. And you can obviously tell that there's like this tension between Joey and Kate, but For like sure. nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. So they don't really talk about it, but then the director gets up and storms out and is like, I'm done. Like, you guys are terrible actors. <laughs> you're like, well... Which is like, no, you're a terrible director. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like, just the way he looks, the way he acts, obviously it's acting, but he just seems so gross to me. Yeah. Like, number one, take a shower, and number two, like, just stop. <laughs> He's just so extra. Yeah. He is. Very much so. So he storms off, and Kate and Joey stay behind, and they talk about what's going on. They decide that they want to stay and figure out what to do with the scene to make it more romantic, mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, Joey's friend, Lauren, who's the understudy, comes up to him and asks if he wants to go paint mugs. Oh, gosh. The most random date idea. I don't think Joey would ever be caught painting mugs. No. No. <laughs> or any guy, for that matter. No. So he <laughs> graciously denies because he has to stay and work on his lines, which they do. Um, and then. But <laughs> it gets pretty intense. I mean, there's already obviously this feeling of, like, tension and, like, there's some kind of emotions happening. But they're both, like, trying to talk about, okay, what would make the scene better? And Joey is like, well, I could just give you I could just give you some tongue. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah, and then you can... I don't even remember what she says, but, like, she starts, and then he's like, well, I can... You can jump on me, and then I can rip your clothes off, and then next thing we know... They're, they're in bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> At Joey's in bed. <laughs> Obviously, I've just slept with each other. <laughs> oh, which is a lot. Um, but then it goes to the next... Kind of cuts... It, like, cuts in and out real quick. It goes to the next scene, and he's walking into the apartment where Monica and Ross are... And he's, like, super giddy, and he hugs them both. Like, you know something happened. You, <laughs> you know. know. <laughs> and Ross looks at him, and he's like, wow, Joey, it's a little early to be drinking, don't you think? <laughs> um, so he, you know, tells them that things finally happened with Kate, and they look at him like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, like, we slept together. And then I just sat there and stared at her for hours. Creep. Like, that's kind of creepy, but okay. <laughs> and the way he was describing, like eyes flickering when you're dreaming I'm like okay yeah like I've seen that if I'm like looking over at like my parents or something and they're dreaming but like to stare at someone for like three hours like are you okay do you have some problem yeah but wouldn't you also like I feel like you know when you're somewhere and you just like sense that somebody's staring at you yeah you would definitely know I feel like I would wake up because yeah something in my subconscious would be like someone is creepily looking at you (laughs) totally like you probably should wake up and like defend yourself yeah right (laughs) Like, your defenses come up. Yeah, that's I don't know, it's be. weird. Um, anyways, they sit and talk about how he's got feelings for her, whatever. And then they go back to, um, towards the end, we go back to the job. And Joey wants to talk about what happened, which 
I mean, you pause for a second and talk. Joey doesn't talk feelings. Ever. Joey is very much a, hey, let's do it and I'll be done. And literally do it and be done guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. he doesn't really care about feelings, all of that stuff. So, like, that's a big deal that Joey actually wants to talk about his feelings. Yeah. Um, but it's very obvious that Kate wants nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. That she's like, no, it just happened. It was a moment. We're done. Um, which crushes Joey. And we also find out that he told Lauren what was going on. <laughs> So Joey. naturally, when she walks in, hi, Kate. Hi, Lauren. Hi, pig. <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. But I think what was really funny was, um, you know, Joey's like, well, you didn't feel anything. And Joanna's line was, yeah, well, haven't you ever slept with a girl that liked you more than you liked her? And Joey's like, mm. And he realizes that, like, yeah, yeah, actually, I have. And in the tag scene, we see him calling... A list, because he's crossing names off, (laughs) a list of girls and apologizing for how, you know, he slept with them and then basically ditched them. Yeah. Which is like, okay, I see your heart in that, Joey, but also, like, that's very weird. Super weird for someone to call you up however many months or years later and be like, hey, sorry for this thing, you know. Yeah. And then the mom, like, he called one girl and the girl was gone and the mom answered and was like, I guess I probably should talk to you too. I'm like, Joey! You're like, oh, Joey, not only did you do the girl, but also the, the mom. mom. Oh, gross. <laughs> Joey. Oh, only Joey. Mm. All right, was there anything else about those two? Mm, no, I think so. Okay. So then another storyline, which is what got the name on the episode, was the dollhouse. And this mostly happened between Monica and Phoebe and a little bit of Ross. Um, I mean, let me just pause and say for a second that Ross is not a highlight of this episode. Leanne's not here to appreciate that with me, but... Ross is my favorite. It's fine. Whatever. We forget I missed him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the show opens with um, Ross coming in and saying that Aunt Sylvia has passed away. Mm -hmm. And naturally, you know, as when anybody passes away, Monica stands up and shouts, Yes! Awesome! (laughs) Just kidding. Um, So... I think it was funny when Phoebe was like, well, wait a minute, isn't death supposed to be sad? <laughs> and we find out that Monica is thrilled that Aunt Sylvia passed away because she gets to inherit her dollhouse that she has dreamed of playing with since she was a little kid because it was one of those dollhouses that, which I think isn't an older thing, it's mm-hmm. not really a, th- a thing much anymore, that people used to collect dollhouses and like the the small figurines um, that you, like, can place in it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I never had one, but I always wanted one when I was a kid. Really? Um, yeah, that I could have and, like, make my own, basically. But not play with. I would probably... I would have played with it. Yeah. Um, but Monica's Aunt Sylvia did not let her play with it. No. And Monica's very bitter about that. Yeah, clearly she wanted the woman dead. <laughs> she did, yeah. So... We go to the next scene and we see that Monica gets the dollhouse, which is massive. Huge. I did not expect it to be that huge. No. Now, friends, if you imagine Monica's table in the living room, I think it's round, isn't it? Mm. I think it's like a ovally round. So. Yeah, I think it's oval. It basically takes up the entire table. Like, it's so big. And so tall. And so tall. And filled with all sorts of stuff um, that Monica just loves. And you can tell that she's like drooling over it. I, I just remember when they went to that scene, I was like, wow. 
that dollhouse. Massive. <laughs> Massive. I've always, like, gone to the Hobby Lobby or something and have seen, like, little figurines that you can, like, buy for dollhouses. Yeah. And they're so expensive, and I'm like, who would ever buy these, number one? And number two, like, yeah, I'm also the kind of person, like, I want to play with it. Like, let me play with it. Don't let me just, like, look at it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people used to make stuff for the dollhouses. Like, yeah. I remember growing up, somebody had a dollhouse, and, like, their aunt or their mom or somebody, like, made all of the little figurines that went in every room. Oh, wow. Which I always thought was, like, a skill. And so I, I think maybe in that case I wouldn't want to play with it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to break it. Yeah. But, like, if I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby or Target or something and buy, like, plastic dolls that fit in a dollhouse, like... I'm playing. Play with it. Exactly. You know, skydive off the roof. I don't oh care. <laughs> Puts a parachute on, <laughs> drops it. <laughs> uh, okay, so then Phoebe comes in and she's, like, super excited because she'd also mentioned... That she had a dollhouse growing up, but it was just a cardboard box, um, because we all know Phoebe didn't have the best childhood. Um, so she brings over all this stuff that Monica can use for the house, which great gesture, but like it's Monica, <laughs> and it's Monica, Phoebe, yeah. <laughs> totally different. So she brings over this dog that's like one of those dogs that you would see sitting on someone's front porch. <laughs> yeah, you'd like dress up. It's yeah. like a geese, but like, a dog. Yeah, massive. Yes. Um, because every dollhouse has to have a dog. <laughs> and then, she, and then I think my favorite part was Chandler holds up like a, a Kleenex or like a hanky too. or something. <laughs> and he goes, and what is this supposed to be for? And, um, <laughs> she looks at him and she's like, oh, that's the ghost that goes to the attic. Cause every house has a ghost. I don't want a ghost in my house. Oh, well, nobody wants, wants the ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally the most random stuff, but Monica, as we all know, is Monica. She's very possessive of everything. Did not want anything to do with what Phoebe has. Phoebe gets upset about it and basically storms off. But before she does, um, I don't remember what how how the di- dinosaur conversation started. Yeah, I but Ross ends with like dinosaurs don't go rough. <laughs> yeah, he's like couple lines in this episode and that's like his main one basically yeah it's like his big line of the whole episode um so that happens and then phoebe comes in later with her own dollhouse to to prove to monica that hers is better Mm -hmm. so she makes this cardboard house that's honestly heinous like it's terrible (laughs) but like kind of cool at the same time but like kind of (laughs) cool so she sets it on the table ross and rachel are like infatuated with it like they love it like this is so cool and it has, like, you can eat in it, and you can play and do whatever you want in it, and then, cool, like, there's an aromatherapy room. Mm-hmm. Now, before what happens next, I, when she lit that on fire, I was like, first off, that is a cardboard house. I didn't even notice she lit it on fire, so. Yeah, in the aromatherapy room, she, like, lit the, what are those called, incense or whatever? Uh... She lit it on fire, and I'm like, that's inside a cardboard house. <laughs> You're like, something's gonna happen. Are you an idiot? <laughs> well... <laughs> I liked the bubbles. The bubbles were cool. Yeah, and when Chandler walks in, he goes, hmm, my dad's house has that. (laughs) It's just, like, the little, like, side comments in Friends that I just, like, love. And they're, like, passing. Like, he walks in, says it, and then goes on with his life. Exactly. You would. So, while they're all, like, staring at this house, Monica, like, desperately tries to get them to look at hers. Like, look at my cool, what'd she say, my cool oak chest cabinet or something? Yeah, like, no one cares about nobody cares about that, but... Yeah, so she's, like, obviously peeved that nobody cares about her house. Um, so then we walk in later, and Ross, you know, just walks into the house like they all do. 
Monica's in the shower, and next thing you know, the cardboard, <laughs> the cardboard box house decides to just go up in flames. Hmm, wonder why, you know. <laughs> wonder why, yeah, Incense. aromatherapy room. <laughs> so Ross tries to put it out with the, the kitchen sink, but the water, because Monica's showering, doesn't yes. come out fast enough, so he just takes it in and throws it in the shower with Monica. I One of the funniest things to me was when he just was like, he had the cup and he was waiting and it took forever to fill up because I always have that like, why is this taking so long like feeling whenever mm-hmm. I'm using like an automatic like water dispenser. So just his like facial expressions for that. I was like, I get it. Yeah. Which, <laughs> it was perfect. But also like, and I know it's TV and obviously we're not going to do anything super dramatic, but that box should have caught on fire a lot faster a and it would have caught that table, yes. her drapes, like it would have caught a lot more. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. And I like how TV. it was so charred, like, after it had been in the shower. It was, like, not charred at all, like, as it was on fire. And then it was, and like, it only, black. And it only caught, like, the top portion. Yeah. Like, that's all we saw on fire. And so by the time he got it, in theory, by the time he got it to the water, like, it would have just charred maybe the top. Yeah. And that was it. But no, the, the whole, whole thing was charred. Thing. And Phoebe's reaction when she came in, <laughs> and they're like, there was a fire, don't look, you don't want to look. <laughs> and they just, like, the whole, like, drama of what you would imagine when a house, like, an actual house goes up in flames, like, they do. Yeah. And it was, it was hilarious. She's like, oh, not those! <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was funny. So then, the last, and I think probably, in my opinion, the most important storyline in the whole episode, um really wasn't that important, but I thought it was funny, was the Chandler, Joanna, and Rachel storyline, which, and I gotta be honest, anytime, because it doesn't happen very often, when Rachel and Chandler, like, team up and are, like, having, like, a storyline together, I really appreciate it, because I feel like they happen very few and far between, Mm -hmm. and they're so different that they butt heads, and I just love the banter that they have, Mm -hmm. um... So I think that's why I like their, like, storyline a lot. And you like Chandler. And I love Chandler. <laughs> love Chandler. But our friends already know that. Um, okay, so we see Chandler follow Rachel up to her job at Bloomingdale's after they got lunch together, which is cool. But she's like, you know, we don't actually keep the models up here. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, there's a catalog. That'll do. <laughs> he's just like looking. Chandler. Being Chandler. Um but then Rachel's boss comes out, Joanna, and immediately you can tell that she thinks he's attractive. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, talk for a minute, and he leaves, and her first response to Rachel is, so what's wrong with him? Like, why doesn't he have a girlfriend? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, because she clearly wants to go out with him. And Rachel somehow likes the idea, I think, at first. Yeah, which I think is a dumb decision. Yeah, I feel like if that were me, if my boss were to come out and be like, oh my gosh, I have the hots for your friend, like, hook us up, I would be like, yeah, no, because we all know how that's going to end. Exactly. Me without a job. Yeah. Or with (laughs) terrible time at my job. Yeah. Not worth it. yeah. Because the likelihood is, like, the relationship won't work out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no way of this being a happy ending. No. Never. Um... But she's excited, so she barges into the house, and she said, I need to talk to you. And instantly, because the whole we were on a break happens, Ross stands up and is like, yeah, what can we talk about? And she's like, (laughs) why do you always assume that when I walk in, it's you I want to talk to? He's (laughs) like, okay. uh." Yeah, and it was just, and Chandler's like, yeah, well, that wasn't awkward at all. Clearly, there's still some tension here. Mm -hmm. Um, But they talk, and Chandler's... (laughs) 
I think this line was funny. So, boss Joanna checking out the Chan Chan man. <laughs> it literally made me cringe. <laughs> like, I pray that that's not how people talk about themselves because that is so gross to me. It is. Yeah. His, like, little one-liners about himself and, like, trying to, like, boost his confidence are always so, like, cringeworthy. Chan like, dude, man. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> but he decides that, you know, yeah, cool, I'm interested in her. Let's go out. So they go out. They have a romantic evening. He's talking about how great the night was. And then he ends it with, yeah, if she wasn't such a big dud doll. Big. Doll dud. That's doll what he said. Dud. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts really fast to Joanna at Rachel's work. And she is just like, Chandler's fantastic. We clicked and he did this and I loved it. And it's obviously they hate, like one hates the other loves. Yeah. But what does Chandler do at the end of the night? Sounds great. I'll call you. Yeah, dummy. All the time. Oh Always gosh, ends dude. it with that. He, he needs to take some lessons from Joey, apparently. Apparently. Like, don't don't tell a girl you're going to call her if you're not gonna. Exactly. Because he obviously doesn't want to go out with her, but Joanna puts the pressure on Rachel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why hasn't he called? Um, And she doesn't openly say that, like, I'm going to make your your life a living hell if he if he doesn't call me but like it's very much implied implied. (laughs) yeah um so rachel throughout the whole episode is just trying to like tell chandler like dude call her you need to call her you need to end it right Mm -hmm. um i don't care if you guys don't go out but you need to make sure that she knows that it's done um without putting me in the middle all of this stuff and monica surprisingly because you know chandler's like girl i do it to girls all the time like girls don't actually expect us to call them and monica actually steps up, which I thought was interesting. And she's like, yeah, when a guy says he's going to call, it doesn't mean he's going to call. Mm-hmm. And um, Rachel's like, yeah, well, they've always called me back. <laughs> she says, bite me. <laughs> I love that. I was like, that is the most Monica line ever. <laughs> I love uh, it. It was perfect. So eventually they go back and forth about, you need to call her, you need to call her, you need to end it, you need to do that. And he very clearly doesn't want to. Um but Rachel is just like, dude, just take her out, end it. And so he agrees. Okay, fine. So we get back to Rachel's job. Chandler and Joanna are talking after getting lunch together. And it seems to be going pretty okay. And he's talking about, like, mascara goop and <laughs> yeah. weird stuff. And then you can tell that he's starting to get nervous. And he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, okay, this was great. Well, we should do it again some other time. I'll give you a call. And starts to walk away. you got to be kidding me. And Rachel is... T- Rachel's like, great, here we go again. Yeah. So she pulls him aside and basically, like, bullies him Mm -hmm. into telling her. And he's like, what can I say? I'm weak and pathetic and I'm sorry. (laughs) Just this quick Chandler lines. (laughs) Yeah. So he goes back in and he starts on this long, like, it's not me or it's not you, it's me and the mascara goop and this and I'm bad at commitments and blah, 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 all this stuff. And it seems to be going well. Like, he's trying to tell her, like, no, like, I want to end it. And then we think he ended it well, but what does he end with? I'll call you. Dude. <laughs> you li- just walk away. Just take a step back and walk away. Yeah, because she literally just got done like, saying, okay. I appreciate your honesty. Like, yes. thank you for telling me that this isn't going to work. <sighs> but then he's like, cool, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it again some other time. I'll call you. Uh, no. Rachel's Stop, like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so we end it with not knowing if he's actually going to call her. Yeah. Which we all know he won't. No. No. Because he's Chandler. So, friends, I know that was a lot faster than we usually go, but that's okay. Um, is there anything else in the episode that we didn't talk about that you wanted to? 
I'm looking at your notes. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so a new thing that we're doing. Um, here's a lovely plane. We're in Florida, guys, so we're sitting outside on the porch. Wow, that plane is really loud. So loud. Enjoy the sounds of Florida. Airplanes <laughs> flying in the air. Just for you guys. Anyways, um, a new thing we do is one of our wonderful listeners um, asked if we would tell them what our favorite scene is. So oh if you had to pick, it could be a scene, it could be a line, it could be a storyline. What was your favorite and why? Yes. I think my favorite was the first scene with Chandler, like, meeting Joanna. But I like the part with Rachel and him where it's, like, he's, yeah, literally looking for lingerie. And it's, like, here's the catalog. And he's, like, hype. And I'm, like, is this what guys are? (laughs) I think it just was very, like, hmm, for me. It just was funny. It just, like, yeah, showed Chandler's personality, like, perfectly. Yeah. And Rachel handled him so well. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's a good part. I think, and this might surprise you because it's not Chandler, I think um, my favorite part was when Phoebe comes in after the house is on fire. <laughs> yeah, like, Don't look, don't look, don't. It's so devastating. <gasps> no, not that. Not the puppets or the foster puppets. <laughs> yeah, the foster puppets or whatever and just their reaction because it was so... I think I love when Friends takes, like something that could happen in real life. So, like, mm-hmm. a house fire really happens, and we've had friends that have that mm-hmm. happen. It's terrible. It's devastating. But then they add, like, a comedic spin to it. I think it, it helps lighten the, the mood a little. Yeah. And so I love it when they do that, and they I feel like Friends does it really well. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. that was my favorites. Um, okay, episode rating system. Mm. How would you rate this episode? Just I, on the episode. I hate going first. You want so me to like, go first? Yeah, go first. Um, I always go first, so here we go. Um, I would probably say, because I'm watching these in order, so keep that in mind that I'm going from, like, overall storyline, I think really the only thing that moves forward in this is the Joey and Kate storyline, and I'm not super thrilled with that storyline, so I think I would probably say that this is an, oh my god. (laughs) Because um, that was my best I liked it. impersonation. It was pretty good. Um, I mean, it was a funny episode. It definitely had its moments. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they shouldn't have titled it after the dollhouse because that yeah. was like the smallest storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had its moments, its funny moments. But overall, it was one of those episodes that I personally probably wouldn't watch if yeah. I didn't have to. Totally. So, Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Okay, cool. That means that my thoughts were in line. So I would say, yeah, we were on a break. <laughs> that was the worst, but it's fine. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, like you said, nothing really like moved forward in it. And I didn't like the Joey-Kate dynamic. It just, like, I felt bad for Joey, but also kind of, like, not that bad for Joey. Yeah. Because we all know that he just jumps from girl to girl to girl. And I'm like, I feel like it's just another girl for him to, like, check off his list. Yeah. So I didn't like that. But I thought, yeah, there were moments that were funny with the dollhouse and Chan Chan Man and (laughs) things like that. So, yeah. Cool. All right. 
there you have it, guys. That was our rating. Um, okay, so at the end, as you know, we always do a recommend to a friend segment. So do you have anything that you would love to recommend to a friend? Sure. I actually do this time. So on Black Friday, I was dumb and bought a Nintendo Switch. Unwise with my finances. It's fine. It's fine. I bought a Nintendo Switch um, and got Animal Crossing because I used to play Animal Crossing on the GameCube way back when. Way back when. Way back when. Loved it. Like, beat the game. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing in the world. Um, So I got it for Nintendo Switch. And I like it so far. I'm still, like, in the early stages. But it's nice to just, you know, be able to sit down and just be. And it is still, like, you know, kind of like a social media, like, technology kind of thing. But it's not, so I kind of enjoy not always, like, scrolling mindlessly through Instagram or something. So I'm trying to convince a certain friend (coughs) over here to buy Nintendo Switch as well. She really is. She's really, really trying hard. It's not working, but she's trying hard. Well, it's not working (laughs) because I can't find one anywhere. Um, So, you know, if anybody else has experienced the pandemic shortage, it is... I don't know what I'm saying. The shortages <laughs> that have been happening, Nintendo has also suffered from that. So, um, cool. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully I'll get one, and then we can meet each other on Animal Crossing Islands. I'm about it. I've never played Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, I am lame. I think the last like video game thing I ever had was a Game Boy. Mm, okay. If anybody remembers '90s yes. nostalgia, um, well, and they didn't have Animal Crossing at that I'm point. But Mario Kart. Yes. I could crush you at that, or Pac-Man. You probably definitely could. Um, yeah, I, what can I recommend? Um, I may have recommended this back in like season two or something because I started watching it during the pandemic. Um, and then I stopped, but I just recently finished watching Full House, which fun fact, I realized when I was watching it this time that the stage, stage plot what am I trying to say? The stage that they used for Friends. Because Friends started a year after Full House started. Or ended. A okay. year after? Year of? Year before. They started their season one, um, like, right after Full House ended. And they actually took over the stage that Full House was in. Oh. So I found that kind of interesting that, you know, Full House is kind of an iconic show mm-hmm. in the late 80s, early 90s. And then Friends was really iconic in mid-90s, 2000 beginning of 2000s and so it was just kind of interesting that both shows kind of shared a space like the same stage so I thought that was interesting I actually found that fact and I sent it to Leanne so hopefully she's proud of me for remembering that (laughs) um which we'll find out later when she texts me about it um but anyways so yeah I recommend Full House I grew up with the show um granted I was a very little child when it was first on TV but I remember Olsen twins and Stephanie and DJ and all the kids. I just remember, like, idolizing them growing up. Mm -hmm. So I watched it again for the nostalgia fact. And who doesn't love John Stamos? I mean, that man doesn't age. Does not age. (sighs) Gorgeous. Botox will help, but who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's still dreamy. Um, So, yeah, if you've never watched Full House, it is on HBO Max, which is also what Friends is on. So if you're watching Friends then you have access to Full House as well. As well as a ton of other old things. Like, I just saw Fresh Prince was on there. Like, loved that show. Um, Saved by the Bell is now on Netflix, which was a cool show back in the day. Um, 
So all of our, you know, 80s and 90s friends out there, all of our millennials that are in their 30s and thriving, um, enjoy your childhood again. (laughs) That's fun. So yeah, anyways, that's enough about this. We were excited to have you this week, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yes. Um, So we are going to leave you guys with that, and we will see you, maybe Leanne will see you next week. We're not sure. Um, But we'll see you guys next week. When we go over the episode titled The One with a Chick and a Duck. Can't wait. So we will see you guys next week on The One with Friends Podcast. 